Okay, then we're going to make a start on living a kingdom lifestyle part three, which is headed up life from a higher place. And this first one is without me, you can do nothing. Matthew 5, 1 to 10 in the NIV says this. Now, when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called the children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. There are crowds here, a mixture, disciples, followers, believers, continuers, all waiting, all open-mouthed to see what he's going to say. But it's to the disciples that he speaks as they come to him. Many in that crowd we know will walk or drift away when the import of his words sinks in and it's therefore to the disciples that he speaks. His apprentices, learners, continuers, those closest to him, the inner circle. His words have a way of separating the hearers. Initially they're received with joy but when the cares of the world and the deceitfulness of riches come the hearers drop away. It's those who will endure the consequences of the words who will continue. You are those who have continued with me in my trials. If you want to follow me, continue with me. Walk in my way. There's only one path and these are the conditions. Count yourself blessed when you're poor in spirit, when you mourn your spiritual poverty, when you hunger and thirst for righteousness, when you forsake all you have, Rely totally on me, go wherever I send, do whatever I ask, suffer whatever I allow. At the centre of the universe is a cross. Many will call me Lord on that day. Stark choices, stark contrast to anything they've ever heard from teachers of the law. Yet they're drawn inexplicably to desire this life, this communion, this communication, this deep relationship with him. They do hunger and thirst for the righteousness of which he speaks, for the ability to love without ceasing, to allow their worldly goods to be destroyed and stolen without retaliating or seeking seeking recompense. But they know of a certainty that in their natural strength they cannot do any of it, any more than they could keep the law. This life can only be lived in the power of the Holy Spirit and no other way. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Meek, to be humbly patient or docile under the provocation of others. And all this is totally impossible. doesn't describe the life of the natural man, but of the man who's filled with the Spirit of God, the enabler, the one who will work into us, the righteous life of which Jesus speaks. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus introduces the one whom he will ask the Father to send when he's completed his task of redemption, the Holy Spirit. For without him, we can do nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing.